Welcome back to the Nodicast. It's showtime, everybody. And on... Wait. No. It's it's no more. The 12 days, they are, they're done. And it's a done. new year. Whoa. Oh my God. Wait, 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 wait. What happened? I don't know. The last thing I remember, we were sitting down in my basement uh, enjoying some, some uh, disgusting snacks. No, we're still, we're still in your basement. We're not enjoying any disgusting snacks. We're enjoying... Awesome my God. It's been two weeks. I can't remember uh, smack. We passed out. And then we woke up in 2022. Oh, oh no, I miss New Year's. Uh, oh, uh, no. Uh, well, anyways... <laughs> uh, we're back. It's a new year. And you know what? It's a new year. Which means that... There's been previous years, and I think it's time we reflect on the previous year that was 2021, both in its good sides and its bad sides. Not just necessarily, I mean, we have, we've had a couple episodes where we're like, what's our favorite episodes from this period of time? No, 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 no. What's our favorite moments overall from, from our private life as well as episodes? Mm. What have we enjoyed doing, and Why? <sighs> No, no, please. No kinky escapades. All right, let's continue. Yeah, so we're a little bit late. Uh, New Year was, uh, how, how you say it in, in, in the lingo, um, no bueno. delayed because of, uh, well, uh, family matters, the tragic passing of my grandfather. Um uh, my, it's a bit too soon to, to talk about it right now. I might get, get more into uh, stuff in the future. But let, let's not leave that behind us and just look forward. Because it's, it's, been, it's been a long year containing a lot of good and bad stuff. And we've got to explore them. First of all, we haven't told stories in a while. And I have a couple most of Ooh. them are just random things I found when scrolling through my phone. Did you know that the Swedish-Norwegian wolves are confirmed to be extinct? Oh! We still have wolves in, in Sweden, but they're actually Finnish wolves and not the Swedish-Norwegian breed of wolves that has been around for thousands of years. Uh, they're now extinct. Well, they were extinct a few years ago, but now it's like confirmed. That the only wolves we have are Finnish. No, that's sad. It is sad. I, I, I was like, wait, what? It was like it, it feels so weird because since systematically, uh, I can't remember. I found this like it was in the beginning of the twelve days of Nordy, but I think it was you know like two thousand and fourteen. They estimate that they had gone completely extinct, and all the wolves we have left are from like the Finnish breed of wolves, and not the Swedish Norwegian. Breed. Well, I, I've never actually like heard of animals that have gone actually like e- e- extinct. Because I, you you hear like oh, there's this many of this animal left, and it, it's about to be extinct. But yeah, I know. Uh, be careful. I know about a few animals that went extinct like during the past one hundred or two hundred years. But this is yeah, so recent. Yeah, yeah. It's poopy. Yeah, it's the tragic news that I just wanted to share. Um, now let's talk about. <laughs> this story that I, I thought I, I teased it a little bit, but I, I saved this part of the story. Uh, m- my dad has a uh, a habit 
when he tests out my hot sauces to 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 ask, hey, this isn't too spicy, right? As he's pouring like half his taco full of hot sauce. Um, usually it is, and and I just go, why, why, why don't you ask me before you start pouring? And that happened again when I made my Carolina Reaper salsa. It was <laughs> quite fun because I, we were sitting there at the dinner table and I just made the salsa and we were trying it out. And I tried it on, on like one of my tacos or, or I might have just tried a little spoon. And I was like, I mean, it's not as spicy as a Car- Carolina Reaper all by itself, but it's still, it's got some heat. And my dad asked, hey. It's too spicy. And I said, well, it's a little spicy, but it's not too bad. And he ends up pouring like six tablespoons of hot sauce on his taco. And I just went, no, 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 that's too much. And he was like, well, you said it wasn't spicy. I said, it wasn't as spicy as I thought. It's still Carolina Reaper. <laughs> and he proceeded to, you know, take a, bu- a couple of bites of the taco, realizing it, it was too spicy for him to handle. Uh, and he proceeded to walk. He took like one or two bites. Then he proceeded to like walk uh, around the kitchen a bit. Uh, and then he took two more bites and then made another round around the kitchen. And then two more bites, another round around the kitchen. This sort of, he, he did eat the thing. And I mean, I've been enjoying the salsa ever since. I think it's really good. And I'm excited for you to try it out after the, mm. the cast. Uh, now, it hasn't just been a long time since we had a couple of stories from our lives. It's been one hell of a long time since I ranted about something. And I've been wanting to rant about this thing for like two weeks. Go ahead. My girlfriend sent me this video. I, I'm not on TikTok. I'm not, I, I, I like watching longer videos. I, I'm not really for that f- format. I, I like getting really like deep and into a video. Mostly because the only times where I watch... YouTube and online videos is when I'm gaming. Uh, but anyway, she, she she sent me this compilation, like a 10-minute clip of 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 uh, American moms preparing lunchboxes for their kids. And I'm so upset. And you, you, moments like that really make you realize, like... You don't think a lot about this sort of cultural difference between, like, Europe and America. Until you watch videos like that. It's just those oh, yeah. small cultures. I mean, first of all, in Europe, I mean, you don't have school lunches. School is free to eat in every school. Um, and I, that's probably the case, at least in some states in America, too. But uh, that's how it is in pro- pretty much the whole whole. Uh, entire Europe, I, I believe. It's mostly in Sweden. In, in Sweden, I mean, yeah, it's all free. Not, not depending on the school, it might be for the better or worse. But I mean, it's always free and it's always edible and contain all the nutrients you need to survive the school day. But the, you watch these clips and how people, you know, put like like two slices of tomato and, uh, and a, a little bit of chicken and maybe like a spoonful of rice and you or or just like a peanut butter jelly sandwich like half a sandwich not even a full sandwich half a sandwich in this lunchbox and then it's like ah that's done now i want to prepare a little snack he can eat in the afternoon and they throw in like a bag of cheetos some freaking 
like sugary yeah. smoothie drinks, juice packs, a couple of chocolate bars, and you're there like, Jesus, why does he get more snacks than food? And then there were a few people that made like a Caesar salad or something and they actually filled the lunchbox. And I go, oh, yay, they get like a decent sized meal and it's a Caesar salad. That's great. I I support people giving their children Caesar salad. It's delicious and pretty healthy. And then they cover cover it in ranch dressing. And then they proceed to after that, again, throw in a bunch of candy bars and bags of chips. And, And I'm sitting there like they... If someone gave their child this for lunch, they would go to prison in Sweden yeah. <laughs> for like child endanger. It's it's such a, because in, in Sweden, the thing you brought in Sweden, you ate lunch for free and then for snack. You know what? Do you remember what, what when you were really young, what you brought for a snack? Like an apple. An apple or like a banana. If you were really luxurious, yeah. you had like a, two kiwis or like a, a lunchbox full of grapes. Ooh. And that that's the popular kids, the ones that brought the grapes. Oh, yeah. And then we're giving it to everyone. And then you compare it to people who for snacks have like a, a bag of Doritos and a freaking like uh, Kit Kat. It's horrible. And Imagine that every single day. I got so pissed. I was there just... As my, I was watching it. I was like, oh, look. Okay. She actually gives her kid like a a reasonable amount of salad it's like a third salad which i mean for a kid is is fine it's not maybe ideal i mean it should be a little more maybe but i mean a third of the meal is salad that's good that's good you got some cucumbers and then you just throw in all these snacks you're like that's not how snack salad doesn't counter snacks it's not like oh if i eat healthy i can eat unhealthy no and I don't know about America. I know in Sweden we have this thing: you eat snacks once, maybe twice a weekend. Yeah. You know, it depends on the family. Someone eat once a week, and it's usually on Saturday. Uh, our family have that. We have a little snack, maybe some popcorn, or or share a bag of chips on Friday, and then we have some candy on the Saturday. Yeah. Same. Uh, so just the thought of eating snacks like on a school day does not. Get to it does the puzzle pieces don't piece together in my brain. But imagine that every single day, and then like like for lunch, you just eat like a I mean like three bags of chips every I day. Ju- the problem is not uh, the problem for me is not the. I mean I know in America fast food is a big thing and it's eaten a lot and diet might not be like the primary concern to a lot of like it's a big problem in America and I'm familiar with this but. Now you start to realize why. Yeah. It's not just because of the inconvenience and the whole sort of comfort culture that has built up in America. No, it's because when they're kids, they get so used to getting all these calories and sugars every single day that it becomes like an addiction. Yeah. And you get used to it. Like if all parents just feed their kids chicken, rice, maybe a, a little bit of a nice sauce and, and and then some salad on the side. And for snack, they have like a banana. Yeah. Now, why teach your kids to get addicted to sugar? And, and then the argument, I'm guessing, would be like, oh, I give this to my kids because that's what they like. Yeah, of course they like it because now they're used to having sugary stuff for every meal. I mean, they need to get used to something to like it. It's the same thing. Picky eaters 
aren't picky because they're born picky eaters. It's usually the parents that don't give them enough variety in their food so they get used to specific tastes. And when something is sort of out of their comfort zone, they don't like that texture, that taste. If a parent gives their kids like different meals and textures every single day when they're really young, they get used to it. Yeah. And it's sort of the same thing here. You give them a bunch of unhealthy stuff, they get used to eating unhealthy, and then it's a lot harder to start eating healthy in their adult years. Yeah. So that's sort of what pissed me off because it's a evil circle. You give <sighs> kids tasty stuff because they're kids and you want to treat them with tasty stuff when their metabolism is faster and all that stuff, but then they get used to that lifestyle and it transfers. I mean... As a mom, yeah, I feel like it, that's what as I'm a Swedish thinking. mom, it would be super hard for them to give that that like, child like I don't think, I, I don't think, uh, and again, that's sort of the cultural uh, sort of difference because in Sweden, if a parent discovered that another parent was giving their kid a lunchbox like this, I mean, it would be very taboo, and I don't think most moms would like accept themselves <laughs> like no. they wouldn't they, they would feel bad they would feel really guilty if we if they did that more than like once yeah I, i'm here <sighs> i don't understand you can America. treat your kids but there is like a limit and then I, I think the problem is is that if everyone is eating really like sweet and tasty stuff at school then of course the kids that don't usually eat it i mean they'll want it yeah. So it's just sort of, ah, oh, I want what they're having. <laughs> and that, uh, enough ranting. I just Sometimes you watch videos like that and it's such a like cultural, just punch in the face. And you, 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 can't, you don't understand like how this is happening in the first place. You're like, this would never fly where I live. This would be like, they would get freaking publicly executed and that's not even legal. I mean, we have a very, we don't have death sentence in Sweden, but we would make an exception for people who feed their kids what I think most Swedish moms would just describe as poison. Yeah. Like, why are you feeding your kids such treacherous shit? Do you want them to develop heart disease? (laughs) Uh, just yeah okay I, i'll try i'll move on yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes I, I i just need to to yeah 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 share my sort of <laughs> perspective on things this is nothing I, I ever do in like comments and stuff but now when i have a freaking podcast and i can rant about whatever i want i'll take the chance <laughs> I'll make as many enemies as I can. I mean, I'm already enemies with the America, American police. Ah, yes, the standard. That was the first, the first, uh, the first target. I, I, target. Wait, I didn't even know I, I had them as a target until I started ranting, like on episode four or whatever it was. Okay, last story, also about my dad. You know how he he walks around humming a lot. Yeah, you could hear him in the background when we talk. It was maybe a week, a week and a half ago. Uh, <laughs> as I, I think I was sitting in the living room, and I hear my dad humming the, the Soviet anthem. <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, yeah, 
what are you humming and he was like uh, i'm not i'm not i'm not sure i just had this tune in my head and was like that that was the soviet anthem the national anthem of the soviet union and he was like oh oh yeah there, there was a documentary about uh soviet this morning on the tele that's where i got it from <laughs> they're like I started getting a little worried <laughs> just walking around <laughs> yeah I was just sitting there in the living room like eating some breakfast or whatever and then I just hear a he walks by you giving you a stare dad dad are you trying to throw some communist propaganda at me what's happening yeah that that was that was my last story So these were all just things I wish I could have told during the 12 days of Nordy. Mm. And now I've told them. Yes, uh, it you feels have. good. Like a weight being lifted off my shoulders. Oh, nice. Do you have anything from the Christmas time so should we just get to our lists? Yeah, we can get to our cheeky lists. So yeah, but uh, we we have both uh, picked out five really good moments and five really bad moments from 2021. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is sort of an exercise to realize whether or not it was a good or a bad year because a lot of people are split on this. Was it uh, uh, almost as shitty as 2020 or was it uh, sort of a calm uh, year compared to 2020? That we shall see now. Do you want to start? I've been talking for so long. Yeah, yeah. I just wrote down bueno and no bueno because you told me that. that you, told, you told me, okay, Jen, you gotta write five bad things about about, about <laughs> your year and five good things. Bueno and no bueno. And I, I did, like, okay, I did say that. Um, five bueno, five no bueno. No, I I have a I have a lot of variety in these. Yeah, I try to keep it a little. Variable, variable. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my first one is the the photo shoot adventure. Ooh. Wait. When you say first, have you ranked them or are they just in no particular? I I just threw them in. Okay. And that was. It was like. It was was such a like a like a weird thing to do. But, but that that's, that's what made it like memorable because it's not not one of those things that you do like normally you don't dress up as a as a renaissance uh, looking ass and and, and pose yeah, and pose it was pretty fun just like going from place to place and just dressing yeah, up and, and, and posing and like yeah seeing the results and like oh that's fun that's pretty we cool we went from place to place to place to place yeah with uh, like three duffel bags full of clothes Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and props. It was really fun. I also had that on my list. Just I, I just, we had so much fun not just driving around on a moped with all these bags for di- we, we drove for many miles that day to yeah. many different places. Um and we made a little vlog about it on on our Instagram uh, and we, I, I just remember how how fun we thought it was that if if a police were to stop us because they see a some some young folk on a moped with like three full gym bags <laughs> and they would confront us and ask us to open the bags what they would see would be a bunch of different clothes clothes first of all and then if they dug deeper they would start finding things like uh 
like a, a camera stand, a semi-realistic <laughs> baby doll, and uh, a bunch of <laughs> spray paint bottles. If we were in like London and they saw two two guys with duffel bags on a moped, we're screwed. <laughs> it was so fun though. Just uh, we, I don't, can't, I can't quite remember when we started, but it was after lunch, maybe around like one or two in the afternoon, and we went on until midnight. And we we just drove around and we bought some food and we bought some snacks and we we watched a movie while waiting for it to become dark. But it was in the middle of summer and it's light 23 hours of the day. So uh, we just ended up finding this like tunnel. Yeah. uh, (laughs) That we... Shooted shots. <laughs> we shot, shot in. Tunnel. <laughs> it was so fun. Just all these different ideas, these rock outfits, and yeah, uh, yeah. I was just it was fun, and it was so fun editing the, uh, them. Like, oh, in that, that was not as fun, but it was yeah, almost. It was, as, yeah. it was so fun to just put yeah. it all together. It was fun to like see them because we just saw them like on the camera. Yeah, itself. and then we. Oh, my, my fa- one of my favorite ones. It wasn't the one I picked because I didn't think it p- fit the theme too much. But just from how it looks, I love the Lion King one. Yeah. When I'm just standing on this like rock that I also took a photo of and added. But uh, I just me standing on top of this rock holding you as a baby. Yeah, you told me the light- lighting was like perfect instantly. It, it you was. You just added it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, was so good. Uh, my my favorite, but I, I did like the game show one yeah. that I went for as a poster because it fit this sort of yeah vibe. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second, oh, I guess you skip one now because yeah, you yeah, the same yeah. I, I, that was third on my list. I tried to put them in order. I wanted to put it higher up, but just overall, there were a couple of things that I think like valued higher in life experience. Yeah, not 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 necessarily as much in fun or memorable factor all yeah. of them but no my number one and well i mean the one that pro probably um was at least equal amounts of fun but spread throughout many days was when me and my girlfriend took our trip down to stockholm yeah just because i mean i've taken some small trips without my family uh, for different events and such but i've never just completely alone together with my girlfriend booked all these uh, train trains and stuff and had and hotel rooms and it it was basically my first sort of solo vacation yeah and uh, we didn't do everything we set out to do we three days apparently it's not enough um to do all the like 10 things we wanted to do but uh, it, it was a very good time and many good memories with the ABBA Museum and trying to figure out how the big city works. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we just overall a good time. I'm a big uh, breakfast. Uh, well, when I, <laughs> when, I, when I go to hotels, I don't, I don't judge a hotel from its room. All I do in a room anyway is like I, I shower, I shit, and I sleep. The three S's. 
The four S's. <laughs> I won't tell you the fourth one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, no, no. But, uh, what matters for me in a hotel room is not the aesthetics. It's not the hotel room. Uh, no, it's the breakfast. And we ate breakfast at two different hotels. One that was connected to our sort of train. We got a free uh, breakfast at this hotel since we went with the night train with this brand, uh, which great breakfast. And then we ate breakfast at the hotel. Also, really good breakfast. They, mm, mm, that's all I tell you. Yum, yum, slippery, mm. slippery bum. Uh, just oof, waffles and Belgian waffles is one of my favorite breakfast yeah. items. Uh, well, I, I kind of want to segue this into the sort of sad, sad one of my down, bad, worse, no bueno ones. And that was the reason why we went down to Stockholm was because we were going to watch the the last world tour of Elton John. And we were really excited. We had booked it, you know, a year in advance almost. And a week or two before we went down, it was confirmed that he had like severely hurt his hip and had to get operated. And then there was a bunch of stuff, you know, he was recording this christmas album with elton john and stuff that got in the way so it was delayed by a year and a half (laughs) which we found out you know two two weeks before the concert we still decided to go and we still had a real good time but it is a little sad that we didn't get to watch him yeah especially he's getting old i I hope he has the energy left in a year and a half i mean he's a he's a trooper he is a trooper that's true well you know was you know he's gonna retire after this tour and now he has to delay his sort of retirement a year and a half as well yeah i mean i feel bad about him as well but yeah bad bad timing now my second bueno this this is a bigger this is a this is a, i didn't i still didn't rank them but I, this is a this is a juicy one as well and this it is the margarita release <gasps> dude that was so scary. Dude, I'm putting that on my list. <laughs> I knew I forgot something, so I had this replaceable one, and now it's replaced. It was so terrifying, because it's it's my first game. Yeah. And, and then, like, you, 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 it's like the first time you've coded and, like, done all these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, you release it to the public. And mm-hmm. then, and then... You wake up the uh, the the next day, yeah, yeah, and then you instantly saw see a video of it. The, that was so cool. I mean, I remember, I remember I sent it to you. Yeah, I, I could tell you that you this, also were very excited. Yeah, of course. I mean, this was a pro- this we 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 first talked about making this sort of game and got the base idea. That was like four years ago, when you first put up like sort of an interest in game developing and you. Did this where a lot smaller scale? You were yeah. basically just uh, hiding from me in this like house, yeah, and not in a bunch of underground tunnels, yeah. But then, like, it was, oh, it's such a cool, I like it, it. It's also like a new experience thingy because you see like a bunch of people play a game, yeah, and it's like so fun, just like. I, I I always thought that like oh how fun would it be to like have a game that gets semi successful or just successful in general 
and and then you see it people just, like play it and then you can like be there like oh how is how is he gonna react to this and yeah. this and this and it's so fun like having your yeah. like example your voice lines and my voice lines and yeah. seeing how they react to it and how they enjoy like yeah different aspects it of was. the game and then and it feels especially good when you get good feedback yeah all the positive feedback i agree that was yeah really something and uh, also this whole um there's just something so cool that that uh, we have this sort of passion project and we put uh, and all uh, we we talk to each other almost daily about how the story will progress what what will happen next how should this problem be figured out story wise and uh, and then just working really hard on something for a couple of months and then it finally being done and it being out there and then it gets all this positive feedback and it's such a huge payoff yeah but, yeah but because my dad he's always like oh because as i told you i i i if i wanted to i could make a game that costs yeah. and then i ha- and then i have the backup of like like a bunch of uh, yeah. other developers and stuff yes the, and then i could get it out there and probably make a make a ton of money but i don't want i, I don't, I don't honestly i don't want that i i th- i love just making like free games and then i get this huge payoff of just yeah, like seeing people play it uh it be i mean there's another game coming both of the games uh, you know, I mean, they're pretty short like and, and it's sort of nice to sort uh, sort of just give this more this base story and then in the future if we'd want to yeah. we just have something to sort of build upon we can just build upon it yeah 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 and, and as you yeah as you said i'm we're, that we're working on another game yeah and it's like i mean i wouldn't make another, i probably wouldn't make another game if margarita no, didn't, I, didn't I, I don't think so either. yeah but you get this like huge motivation boost and then you get you feel like because now i'm at a point where if i make a game and then i upload it then it would be guaranteed that people will make videos of it on it because the followers that I have are people that really literally upload videos of yeah, just playing and games. And all the people that, uh, because so many people really seem to enjoy the first game, I mean, uh, we've heard people being excited for whatever comes next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think what's so great about, again, going back to the build-upon thing, it's Margaret, uh, Margareta, uh, especially, it's such a, it's that sort of story we have. There's so much hidden underneath the surface, so much to sort of build upon and yeah. work on. And uh, I, I love stories like that. I, I feel like a lot of the stories we have are like that. You know, it's very easy to just build upon the universes we, yeah, we yeah, create. Yeah. And we have a lot of projects, not just in game form, that we are slowly but steadily working on a lot of passion projects. Yeah, And I am... Um, very excited for a lot of them to one day reach the light uh, however it reaches the light whether it be uh, on youtube or somewhere else yeah but yeah it was a chicken i know we're talking for for a very long time yeah, about yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a like i said it's a big passion project a lot of love has gone into making that game well my next best one um that i'll talk about uh is my graduation from high school me being a big boy <laughs> me being an old boy i'm 20 in two months Ooh. 
big boy. Uh, just, I mean, it's, it's that sort of bittersweet moment because, uh, again, I don't know how other countries do it, but in Sweden, high school is sort of like a baby college. Yeah. You you choose what kind of branch um, you want to study, and there's no. It's not like a, an evolution of grade school. It's more just like. Like for me, I went to this art high school and there's high schools for people who like building stuff and people who want to work in banks or with theater or with music or uh, become engineers. I mean, that's high school stuff in Sweden. And then depending on what high school you go to, you'll then also study a bit in college. And that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, But just, yeah, some of my favorite memories, I think, from this year, that graduation day where you meet all of your teachers that been supporting you. And the thing about high school teachers, at least in the sort of aesthetic uh, programs, is that, I mean, they basically become your friends. You share the same passions that you talk about all these nerdy stuff or about all this art stuff or techniques. And so see, having both old and current teachers being there, and we all just have this nice sort of lunch together. And then we he- hear the speech. I got a scholarship, which was really cool. Um, and then, uh, you know, the end where you run out of the school never to return. And you celebrate with your family with a really nice fancy dinner. Yeah. Uh, the lunch, the the champagne breakfast, as it's called, <laughs> um, where we all just gather up, drink some champagne uh, before we go to school. The whole class together, we had like a picnic. And it was really great memories. And, and then getting into my sort of like dream college that I wanted to get into, basically, since I heard about it when I started high school. Uh, yeah. It's just... It, it's a bit sad with the whole sort of having to, you know, being having school from at home via Zoom uh, and sort of all of that stuff. I mean, it's been really sad now when it's been such an exciting sort of time in my educational life. Yeah. But I, it's still a really fun experience. Yeah. And it's it's going to stay in my brain for a, quite a long time. Uh, well, that's that's mine. Nice. Okay, I'm gonna check my third one. I only have one left now. You've stolen so many from <laughs> me. <laughs> okay, my third one is celebrating my girlfriend's birthday with her. Whoa, with Whoa. people? With people? That's a new one. <laughs> 2021. That's that's rare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but oh, that was so fun. We 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 goofed around like uh, like pieces of shit all day. And that was was fun. that the story you told about the, the bear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah oh, we, it was the best thing because, like, for some reason, each time we hang out, we just have this urge to buy stuffed animals and walk around the city with stuffed animals. Well, I don't know if I told you this. I'll just squeeze it in real quick. But I think I, I gave this year to my girlfriend the best gift I have ever given anyone, based on her reaction. I bought her uh, Jungle Skog, the giant <gasps> teddy bear from Ikea. <gasps> and her opening that bag and just seeing this bear. she's Since we met, basically, for like the whole span of like three years I've known her, 
She she just brings up randomly out of nowhere like, ah, oh, if I only had a jungle skog, my my life would be so much brighter. Uh, I've been planning for like half a year to buy her that bear, and Christmas came around the corner. And I was like, no, it's time. Jungle skog is the best thing. Oh my god. Like, I, yeah, I mean, I almost didn't want him to leave me when she got him. I was there like, oh, man. The scary thing, the bear that uh, my girlfriend bought, it was, I think it was, it was like, Jingle Skog is like, okay, now I'm going to show you measurements like in real life. This big? Or, I have no idea. How big uh, is Jingle Skog? His l- length, his length is maybe like this and his width. Oh. It's pretty big. It's like we had, oh, a meter. Because we maybe, bought in the store less. like this... Huge, oh. and we had to walk around the city <laughs> with this bear. So we we had the bear in one hand holding it together, and then we held hands with the other, and then we looked like ballers, <laughs> like walking around with a huge bear. Like <laughs> that's kind of, I mean that's kind of badass. Though. I know. Oh, but yeah, it was a, it was a, a it was a hecking good time. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go your number. You can go with your number four too, because I only have the five left yeah, on the positive okay. ones. Now, I, uh, this one, you're, you're going to get a tickle of. Oh, tickle me. January 1st, 2021. Hmm? Hmm? Do you know what? I know it was New Year's. And I know we hang out on New Year's. But I can't remember this, like, what what especially you're thinking of. Nothing especially, just that. Just New Year's. Yeah. Because we, we couldn't have it this time. So that, that is that, true. I felt so. I had so many plans. Yeah. For New Year's, and it was a bummer that we couldn't. Uh, that the circumstances turned out the way they did. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Because honestly, it's probably like my favorite time of year. Yeah. New Year's. Just the bad boys in blue. We wear <laughs> yeah, our yeah. marine blue suits. Yeah, and then the the, the Bohemian Rhapsody. Lads, they oh, sang the wrong lyric. The people who, yeah, we could hear in the distance as we tried to make this sort of rice lamps float. They couldn't because of the heavy snow. We tried for like 20 minutes. And in the distance, you heard this big group of people singing Bohemian Rhapsody, but they sang it in the wrong order. And we were so pissed. Yeah, We were there shouting like, hey! Like if you know so much of like the beginning of Bohemian Rhapsody, how do you mess up the... Like the middle they part. They skipped like three minutes and you straight yeah. went straight to them. Like, in a, in a way, you're like, okay, I, it's a long song. I mean, you don't expect anyone to sing it. But it was this big group of people that decided to sing Bohemian Rhapsody. If you decide to sing something, then sing it right. Like, could, not even one in that big group of probably like eight people knew the lyrics. I mean, they were probably drunk. It was New Year's. Still, though. Uh, yeah, I, I have a theory... And this theory is going to hurt you. It's either, yeah, it's either that they're probably drunk or something, or it's one of those things that, that they these teenagers, like, find, yeah, the song in, like, TikTok. And it, it, it's, like, cut. So they only know, they think, like, the whole song is, like, cut. Uh, they see, like, this TikTok edit of the song, and they think yeah. that, yeah, this yeah, edited version is away. the original one. We never did see their age. Yeah, so it's, it, it might be the circumstance, but we don't know. Now I'm mad, especially us two being like really like diehard Queen fans yeah. has been for like f- six years. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you might you you may be right. Uh, well then, I'll, I'll I'll go to my fifth one. 
being just I mean the video episode. <gasps> yeah. That we recorded. That was so 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 fun. <laughs> just we hyped it up and then we did it and I personally really like the sort of spin the wheel get either something good or bad. Yeah. It's sort of like flipping a coin, but more advanced. Yeah. Then uh, we were a bit unlucky, uh, and we, we didn't think about. We fixed the hot chocolate first, like an <laughs> hour before we started recording, and then for some reason, uh, and and then we had it stand for like ten minutes in a cold basement as I, pre- as we prepared everything downstairs. So first of all, the hot, hot chocolate, the the spicy hot chocolate that was a punishment, it was cold. And then afterwards, we never got to drink it in the video, but afterwards I tried a sip of the... <laughs> at that point, it'd been out for two hours, one of which was in a cold basement. And I drank this, I drank mm. the hot chocolate that was supposed to be the luxurious one. And it was worse than the punishment one because the cream had started to like coagulate in the chocolate. And the chocolate was cold and all the chocolate has sort of went down to the bottom. Mm. And it, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looked horrible as well. Yeah. It looked so good in the beginning when it was this freshly whipped cream on the top. and But then the cream, you know, started to blend with the chocolate and it mm. was just a layer of coagulated cream. Oh, yeah, baby. Mm. Delicious. And then we had some unfortunate... Uh, when, when we had done the sledding one, I think, and we got back and I put up the, the camera, but it slid a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it was as I pressed the record button that it sort of... I mean, I still think it was fun to watch uh, back at, on the video, but I mean, we did some mistakes. It was our first video episode, though, so I, I don't. It was sort of ex- expected, but still, though, it was such a f- fun time to yeah. prepare and to record. Yeah, it was so fun to record, even though you could see. And I told you this as I was editing the thing. You could see if you compared like the first. 10 minutes with the last five uh, 10 minutes you realize we were both we had both been working on the thing we'd been recording for like an hour we had all these punishments things weren't going as planned we had to run back and forth a lot we were both really tired i think in the end i mean you got a punishment and before we were there like ah i got a punishment god darn it and in the end it was just like i got a punishment oh man and you you sort of stared down at the ground like emotionless. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think I'd slept a lot that day either. I, I was up preparing stuff. So I, I had slept like six hours and then I was dead in the end. Uh, but it was fun. It was really fun. Incredibly fun. Ooh, but now we get into the no bueno, I think. The no bu- Yeah, I'm done with my bueno stuff. Yeah, me too. I shall start. Do that. Now this is what I, I I just have to say what it is, and you can probably sum it up for like yourself. Uh, coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not much to say because it's like yeah, we all know it's it's not good. <laughs> we all know it's been a a cheeky period. We all know it's been a it's a been dog biting your ass. Re- yeah. I mean, it's been especially now. It it all went up in like. 
late summer and we started to let loose on the restrictions in October. It was great. Everything felt like normal. And then Delta and Omicron came and just started messing things up. And I start getting mad at people because you hear this story like, yeah, everything is looking great. Everyone's fully vaccinated. Oh, no, there's this virus in, I think Omicron started in Africa. There's this virus developing in Africa that will not make you as sick, but it spreads like a wildfire. And I was like, okay, but that's in Africa, which we thought when Corona came to China in the first place. (laughs) You know, ah, it's so far away. And it's like a couple of Swedish people just came back from Africa with the Omicron virus. It's now here in Sweden. And you're like, why do people travel during a pandemic? Are they stupid? Even if it's a word, stay at home. Even if they let loose on the restrictions, doesn't mean you should take the first flight to another country. That has a virus spread. Is if you, I mean, they probably didn't know when they went to the country. It wasn't as public, but st- like, even if you go to a country that seems really safe, don't do it if it's a pandemic. You can survive being at home. If you take a trip, take a trip to a nearby town that you haven't visited in a while. You know, find something fun to do in your home country because this is just how it spreads further. And I was so upset when I heard that it came to Sweden. I was like, what kind of moron goes on a trip in another country like the second the restrictions are let loose after a worldwide pandemic for a year and a half? Yeah. And I just said it yesterday when Omnicron has gone crazy nearby and a lot of people has gotten it. And uh, I I just said it to my sister. I said, why don't all countries in the world just set up this law that everyone who doesn't for like medical reasons or, or dog related reasons need to walk outside? Why can't we just ban people that doesn't seek a permit? Like, just ban them from leaving their homes for two weeks. Yeah. Because if the whole world is literally just at home for two weeks, the people that are sick and may not realize it yet, they have to stay at home. The people who aren't sick, they stay at home and won't get sick. If we just all people in the world or at least in a country and stay home for two weeks without any exception but then people are so freaking butthurt by this it takes away the human rights yeah no it doesn't take away any human rights to go around and make old people sick so they die it's two weeks it's nothing if we did this two years ago there wouldn't be a pandemic we sacrificed two years because people didn't want to stay home for two weeks. And it upsets me that we've sort of come this far and the second where things look bright, it just hits us again. Yeah. And it feels like one of those things, if people just are responsible for their own actions, even if they just have a little, they have a little runny nose or they have a little dry throat. <laughs> You stay at home, but people just think, no, I don't want to miss out on this dinner we're having. I, it's just a little dry. I'll make it. And then they have COVID and make 
13 other people sick. Yeah. It's so selfish. It's so shellfish. <laughs> it's so shellfish. Yeah, I was talking about restaurants. I got hungry. What can I say? <laughs> no, I, I think people are too concerned about being bored for a few days that they don't realize it will literally save the lives of hundreds. Yeah. Like, big deal. First world problems. Who gives a shit if you have to stay home for two weeks? I'm homeschooled. I've stayed. The, the only thing I leave my house for is gymming. And I do that when no one else is there. Like middle of the day. Like I, I stay at home. <laughs> I walk the freaking dog four times a day with that. I mean, I keep my distance. <laughs> my point is you don't need to meet people. I mean, I, I've spent more than two weeks without meeting anyone outside of my family who, who gives a poop. Yeah. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm upset. I want this to end, guys, just like everyone else. But it feels like some people, they value their own enjoyment over uh, surviving a pandemic as a human species. <laughs> this will be our freaking plague one day. It will come a mutation that like <laughs> deletes your sperm and then no one will be... <laughs> sperm is delete us. <laughs> And then no one will be able to get pregnant. This is the end of the human race. I have predicted it. Yes, you have predicted it. The the reduces spermus. The sterilus variant. (laughs) The vasectomy. The vasectomide variant. Let's continue. Let's continue. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That was your one that I started ranting about. What can I... I have a lot of rant inside me right now. Uh well my number one bad obviously from this whole year was the unexpected uh and tragic passing of my grandfather now during New Year's. Yeah. Most I mean when it comes to grandfathers you you sort of you see it coming that you know one day probably within the next decade or so they they, they will be gone but when it comes without without any warning, just out of nowhere, you smacks in the face like, oh, you didn't say that coming, did you? You're like, no, no, I didn't, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, unexpected and tragic. Yeah. And again, I might I might go more in depth some other day, but it's too, too soon. Too, too, no. Too. So, yeah. Okay, my second no bueno, le cueno, is... No in the New Year New Year celebration. Which was directly connected yeah, yeah, to the Yeah, I hope that this feels No no no. I, I, I had it sort of like grandfather passing slash no New Year. It was unfortunate timing. Yeah. This is this tragic event needs to happen before the best day of the year. Yeah. Making the best day of the year the not not the sort of average most average day of the year. Yeah. I mean, we got to celebrate uh, <laughs> in Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, we we built the house and then, it, yeah, we, we played some, some Roblox. <laughs> As you do on here. Yeah. Uh, some nostalgia time. Yeah. Yeah, well, my next one, I I'll, can take my three and four. Okay. They're all connected to COVID this last three. I'll take my three and four at the same time. And that was that, well, first, uh, the fourth one, my uh, sister, I, I talked about this, but in the end of summer, the last week I had at work, my sister got COVID. 
and I had to stay at home from work. And I somehow, I, I wasn't even vaccinated at this point because I had been a little, a little sick, uh, like a couple of weeks prior when I was going to get my first dose. So I was completely unvaccinated and my sister had COVID and I thought, this is it guys, <laughs> this is when I get it. Uh, and I never got it. Ooh. I never even felt sick. And I did test myself two times, uh, once when she got it and once like a week later to see if I had contracted it when she was starting to get better. And it was negative both times. And I was like, I am a god. (laughs) (laughs) No, but the worst part is since it was the last day of the week, all of the sort of interns and uh, co-workers that I've been bossing around, I couldn't take my goodbyes. Uh, they probably thought, hey, yeah, the bus is gone, let's party. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what they did. I, I did draw them a picture of Dr. Phil. Oh, yeah, I saw that. They <laughs> asked me to draw Dr. Phil because uh, we're working on a little short film uh, about a couple of cowboys. I won't get too much into detail, but I drew basically us as our cowboy personas, and I gave myself... A cowboy hat so you couldn't see my hair and I gave myself a big old mustache and they thought it looked like uh, a western Dr. Phil so when I was uh, home in quarantine my girlfriend that also works where I work sent me this request like hey we've been talking about your, your absence today and we have established that we want to put up a picture that you've drawn of dr phil in the office uh and i was like sure so i drew dr phil and she came by real quick uh and we kept our distance we were both wearing masks and i sort of handed it over to her and now they have a dr phil in the office (laughs) (laughs) it's beautiful in the sort of lunch rest area uh, so yeah, my sister got COVID. My last work got sort of flipped upside down. It was a lot of paperwork and stuff I had to do to get some uh, compensation in my payment to get a, at least a little paid for the days I was gone. Yeah. Uh, and it took a real while to get get that money. And now, currently, as we speak, m- my girlfriend is in quarantine <gasps> due to COVID. Uh, because... I'm not sure because her sister, who doesn't live with them but celebrated Christmas with them, uh, as uh, has COVID. Her dad has COVID, oh. uh, and she was sick, which wasn't COVID, but she tested herself again like yesterday. And I think it's fairly certain they live in a quite small house, and her dad got a lot more sick than my sister did. So I think it's sort of inevitable. And it's so it's once again, it started to look brighter than just after Christmas. Bada bim, bada boom, my girlfriend's family gets COVID. Uh, and it's it's tragic. Uh, Quarantine sucks. Yeah. Especially when things start to look better. Yeah, and then bum. And then bum, someone gets COVID because of what they expect being a family member's kid i think had a cold but they still decided to show up for christmas 
and now they all have COVID, which is exactly what I'm talking about. If someone has symptoms, even if they're extremely mild, don't go somewhere. <laughs> don't prioritize your own amusement to like the health and well-being of, of your friends and family. <laughs> because, yeah, sure, it might not be COVID, but if it is, which it now was, if that's where they got it from, uh, you now made peop- a bunch of people sick. And that's how no viruses bueno. yeah. spread. No bueno. That's two of my no buenos. Okay. My third no bueno is being sick so many times, having to do the corona test over and over again, and having it be false. So I have to. So each time I'm sick, I have to do the, you know, the. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm aware. <laughs> Put it in your nose, yep. shove it down the throat. I have a very sensitive gag reflex, yeah, too, yeah, so yeah. it was painful. Yeah. And. Uh, the thing is, what what I hate hate during that period is that I wasn't like consistently like sick. Yeah, yeah. I was sick, and then like the other day, I was feeling great, and then maybe a gap of four days goes go by, and then I'm sick again, and then yeah, I want to be safe. I I have I, of course like I have to do the test for like yeah. my own own yeah, and like for other people it, like right so. And then it turns out being false. And then, and then I everything just loops. False corona. False corona. Yeah. No. I, oh, I feel that. And then you have to shove it up your nose and down your throat again over and over again. And I hate I hate it so much. Yeah. I don't have much gag reflex, but I still hate the nose part gets me every time. Oh. No. Yeah. Oof. Uh, ouchies ouchies I do have an honorable mention sort of well which I could put it's not because it's not bad bad but I, I've talked a lot about my my summer job yeah and uh, uh, you know how I'm sort of this this big boy this leader boy this the man in charge along with two others yeah. Uh, we're in charge of all these interns and part-time workers. We, the only people higher than us in sort of charge rank is the board of directors. But, um, yeah, so I talked about that. It's this outside pool place. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty good job, but pool places outside uh, usually only open during summer because snow is not good for business when you want to swim. So I decided, you know what, I'll get myself a part-time job. So I was looking around for a bit, and I found one that, that really seemed to want me, which was great. This, uh, I don't want to follow the stereotype. I don't even know if I've told you this. Uh, because uh, but I don't want to follow the stereotype. Oh, the art student started working in a fast food chain, but I worked a month in a fast food chain before I... Guess you could say I was getting fired. Uh, it's, uh, I got to work in this place. And I worked there for a month. And I mean, it, I, I like the co-workers and the sort of environment, but it's not something for me. It's way too much things could to keep track on all the time. Yeah. And my brain was just exhausted every time I got home. You You think of fast food as being this easy work, like a monkey could do it uh, if you paid him enough. <laughs> But you think that that's the thing, you know, you don't need any sort of skills to work in a fast food chain. Uh, But that's not true. 
it's so much organizing and so much to keep check on and you need to keep check on who ordered what and where that thing is and was this one with or without you know like a hamburger dressing on their french fries and how many french fries do we need to fry to keep track with all these meals which one was before who there's so much all the time to keep track of and i didn't i mean Again, I like the coworkers. They were really nice, and a lot of them were really nerdy. So we talked about nerdy stuff on our breaks and stuff. But someone who was already going like full time college, uh, and then have which already made my brain sort of tired, and then having to work a few hours uh, afterwards after school with stuff like that, and then having to get home and work on school projects like drawings and stuff. I, I was so exhausted. Yeah. Like all the time mentally, and I just felt like I I can't keep up this. Uh, but they just wanted me to work more, and they wanted me to sort of like see if I could start skipping a few lessons to to start to get a little more time work uh, to work. Because I mean, obviously, because companies, you know, they pay a fee for every worker they have a sort of labor fee. Uh, so I understand that they want to get like the most out of everyone, and especially since they already have a lot of students that work evenings and weekends. They wanted me to work more during daytime, and I had a few days a week when I could work daytime, where we just had sort of work, work in your own pace, no lesson days. But they wanted more of that, uh, and I couldn't give that. So they were like, "Okay, I'm sorry, but we're gonna have to let you go because you can't." We have other people who can sort of pull more weight and we need to prioritize that during a pandemic. And I was like, I understand. It's it's chill. I was just going to work until Christmas and then quit anyway. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I, I've been thinking like I'll work so I like have a budget for my Christmas gifts. And then I'm out because it's too stressful. Yeah. So, I mean, I felt a little relieved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in a way, but it's still, it's nothing to celebrate. <laughs> I got fired. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and I haven't been, it was like a month before Christmas, so I haven't been looking for anything else. Oh, that reminded me of a, a little honorable bueno. Oh, the bueno of honor- yeah. honorability? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good, you know about this, but I haven't talked about it on the podcast, I think. But it, it is working for Arctic Game Lab. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the f- most f- fun thing uh, that we did was when I ha- got to, like, I got my own office and I spent about three days yeah. in there with uh, with another guy named Eddie. Oh, he's a he's a lad. He he's, he sounds like a lad. I spent I made I spent like two hours working on the prototype they needed, and then yeah. like me and Eddie, we were like playing chess. Like oh. we we spent like the last couple of hours of me working there, like before I got home, uh, just to play chess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so fun because like most of it was like our we had, we had our desks like uh, you know like how a typical like. Yeah, game studio looks like you have a bunch of computer desks like in each corner of the room. We had mm-hmm. ours on opposite sides, and then, and then he he was like, each five minutes he like looked back like, "Hey Jordan, come over here. I, I want you to look at this." And then he showed me like an Unreal Engine cool material function, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" And I was like, "Ah, <laughs> do you have any ideas I could use this for?" And then we came up with like a cool game idea 
of like yeah yeah just it, it was so fun just being able to like talk to these other game developers and <laughs> yeah, like yeah i can imagine i <laughs> it would be fun if he just showed you like memes yeah hey i, I did i showed i, I, I showed the god drawing you know the, nor- the god drawing yeah we, <gasps> oh the, the new world yeah 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 the, yeah the punish the covid has it, Kill like he, all of humanity. He, the first things he said. Now I'm quoting him. He speaks English, so he said exactly this. Yeah. Is that fucking sans? <laughs> it is. I was like, yes. Was. Mm. My first. I think my, the first thing I would notice would be the giant sort of uh, flesh Santa blob. Yeah. Sitting in the throne in the center of everything, but yeah, we also had Sans, the Willy Destroyer, and Papyrus Creator of Boners. <laughs> yes, of course. It is out on Instagram. I think it's out on the Nordigram. It's out. I think it's out on your on your. Instagram. I think it's out on both. Yeah, I think I posted it on both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was it was fun. Pro- still one of my favorite drawings we've made together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just. Big. Yeah, yeah. But just the sort of designing process where we just opened a giant sort of canvas and you started sketching all these characters. I, I thought we should like like print it out like on the, so it's oh, like a should. wide mural thingy like we you should glass paper out. thingy. We should print it out and then you can like roll it up and you can like put it on the wall. That would be cool. <sighs> I'll contact my old school because they have a poster printer that can print giant posters. And I'm like, hey, could you help a lad out? I got some willies to destroy. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dude, I'll seriously, I'll, I'll look. Oh, yeah. I'll check. I'll, 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 I have their contacts. I'll call them yeah. someday and like, hey, you still got that poster printer? Yeah, well, I want to come over and give it a little sugar. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Sugar being the Bob Ross tree. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, my fourth no bueno is Christmas dress. Oh. Okay. That's... I hate... I love... I have such a love-hate relationship with Christmas because I love... Oh, most people do. Yeah, but I... Oh, the Christmas dress always gets to me because... I'm, I, I can vary a lot because I can go from like wanting to do something like, the, as soon as I get the chance to do it, or I like to move it like to the last second. Yeah, I mean, I mean, same. same Espe- especially with like Christmas, I'm not just, I'm, I'm very, I, I'm, I, I just do this generally uh, that I always buy Christmas gifts like super late. Because I'm always like, oh, I should do this. I should, I should wait a bit before I buy. I mean. I shouldn't be thinking about that too much because then I'll just get, get stressed out. And then the other part of me is like, but if you buy it now, you're not going to get stressed out. Yeah, I mean, it's my sort of strategy is that uh, just throughout the year, I get this really good Christmas idea and I write it down in like a notepad on my phone. So that then when it's Christmas, I just choose like a day in early December when I sit down and order everything or, or take a trip downtown and buy all the items that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's my no stress solution. Oh, and then there's a little bit of a bueno again, but oh, you know, you know the Christmas game, if you know the present game. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, the, the last uh, Christmas we couldn't. We, I gave we, you my. <laughs> I was thinking about that. <laughs> but last Christmas, uh, we 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 normally celebrate. 
Christmas with like yeah our cousins and like yeah people like <laughs> yeah, yeah just lads yeah. good good lads good lads but last Christmas we didn't do that because you know Corona and stuff so we had to do it alone but this time we went back again and it was so fun because the my my favorite part of two of my favorite parts is the Christmas dinner oh yeah and then the present game it's so fun because yeah, we, we didn't do the present game this year yeah I, I'm so competitive with it. Um, well, I did do it with my friends. We met up and I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I got my Nerf gun. Oh. <laughs> but we, oh, I've never been this competitive in my life because they, we, you know how you start with like, you get you get a gift and it doesn't really count because you just open it after yeah. like the timers run out and then the game actually begins. That's when you start yeah. stealing. From and then time. I open and I... Oh, and then I open uh, this package, and then I see, oh, this robe, this thick, like super. It's always oh, it like so big, so so it looks so. Oh, I can't explain. It's so big, nice and warm. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> well, you look so <laughs> excited. But it was like a, it was a robe. <laughs> yeah. But it was like it was th- thick as hell. It's, it's a it's thick, girthy, big, warm, soft robe. Yeah, it's what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, basically. And I've never been. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, on. I've never, I've never been so like focused on winning something. So each time someone like got got to choose a gift and they got the robe, I was like, oh, "You're challenging me, are you?" And then eventually it came to the point where my entire family was like on my side and as soon as they got the chance to take the robe back they did it just for me yeah and then, oh and then i won it i won it nice. so now i wear it every single day it's me, so nice me and and my friends what we thought about was uh one of my friends she had bought a christmas tree ornament <laughs> that was this giant it was like a decimeter and a half tall maybe it was this giant Spider-Man, who did like a, a, a classic sort of Spider-Man pose, uh, but his head was the head of a gnome. Stop. It was Spider-Gnome when you put him in a Christmas tree and everyone wanted him. I don't want him. <laughs> I don't want him at all. It was so fun. Okay. It was beautiful. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. I wanted a Nerf gun. Then it ended up being, you know, like one of those... Uh, Sort of uh, off-brand. Yeah, yeah. Chinese. So, yeah, that's the best part because usually they try being a little sneaky. It's like underneath the item or something. No, this one has printed right underneath. It's sort of whatever it was called. Like, what's it called? It's not in here. Whatever it's Take called. Like, gun. Super Blast. And, and right, it has the Super Blast or whatever it's called logo. On the slide. Where the Nerf, where the Nerf logo usually is. And right under it, it has this big "Made in China" printed in the plastic. Dude, they're they're proud. The, yeah, uh, I've ne- I was like, they're they're not even trying to hide it. They're like, yeah, we're made in China. What you gonna do about it, punk? <laughs> so, d- do you have anything else on your list? Uh, I have one last. Okay, yeah, I think I'm up. Yeah, and it was. This is a little fun thing, because you know, you've seen our shower. It's like a. One many of, times. Yeah, it, it's a <laughs> many times. Oh, you have no idea. Oh. But yeah, it's it's basically one of those. 
a little bit more expensive showers, I think. It, it's it's a, basically like a box. It, it's called right. a, called a sauna room, I think, like a sauna box or something. And, and it's yeah. it's like a it's basically a shower box yeah. with like a little. They usually have like a little control pad on the top where you can like turn on the radio and stuff inside. Oh yeah, the, right. A yeah. shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll I'll pick up later. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it it's it's really nice because you can you you go to the shower and then normally I don't, I'm so used to it so I don't really think about it that much but when I compare it to like other showers it's like the bomb because you go in there like nothing's better than like warm water and some nice tasty music eh? the fact that this is on the worst side is worrying me well uh, so Basically, I, I, my dad told me uh, told me what happened and stuff uh, after um, after what I'm gonna explain now. But I'll just go into how how I experienced it. Uh, this happening, right. I was taking a shower, and I was listening to some nice music. Yeah, you know, you that's standard. Right. And obviously, I take off my glasses when I'm in the shower, and then I see nothing at all. And also, the glass border is tinted, so I can't see anything outside of the shower. Right. So I, I'm basically cooped up in this box, and the only thing I can see is the shampoos, like just laying on the right. shelf, built-in thingy. And then after maybe I don't know five, ten minutes of showering, I open the slide door, and the entire bathroom is filled with water. And I can see like the, the like the mat, a bunch of clothes, like basically like floating. Oh Lord! Oh Lord! He and oh, I panicked. Oh, I panicked. <laughs> and it was like I was so lucky because oh, you know, like the door. You know how doors have little, most like little wooden boards, like just under. Right. That was holding that like. It was like on the tip of the top of oh. overflowing into the other, like outside of the bathroom, like yeah. into the kitchen. So I had to like sneak to the door and be like, Dad, why is the water everywhere? Did you try to drown me? And I was like, oh, I opened the <laughs> door. Uh, is this a matter attempt? And it was like, oh, I knew it. He literally said, oh, I knew this would happen. And then he ran in and he was like. Uh, okay, I have to fix this. And basically, it was like, yeah, the the thing, uh, the drain was like, yeah, clogged. clogged. Yeah. So, yeah. The, and how the box works is, yeah, you know, it, there's a box and it has its own little drain that goes into another drain. Oh. And if the drain on the bottom is drained, of, I yes. mean, yeah, is filled up, then it will I go see. everywhere. Man. And that is an issue. It was. It was yeah. an issue. So then I have to... Dude, it was terrifying. Imagine that me taking a normal shower, and I didn't notice, notice it until I put on my glasses, and then I just see this mat floating, and I was like, "Why is it?" F-? And then I look down, and no, and then I see, let me see a bathtub in my in my. I see the entire room just filled up like a bathtub. Yeah, and it looked cool. I, I mean, imagine. I mean, you should have brought brought like a camera and just. I, I was there, like, you. I want, dude. I wanna, I wanna go for a swim. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a shower. Let's go for a swim. Yeah, <laughs> but then I was like, oh, my dad is right outside the uh, the bathroom, so I was like, oh, I don't know if he's gonna be pissed or be like understanding. 
And then, uh, and then he does the big. I knew this would happen. I knew it. I knew it. I had planned this. I feared this day would come. I failed my mission. I was supposed what, to drown you. What a great, what a great ending. What yeah. a great finale to the beginning of a new year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- I think that's enough time for now. A bit of a longer one, but that's good because we have a bunch of shorter ones. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening along and happy new year to you. I, I realized we forgot to say that uh, during the video episode where we probably should have yeah. said it. So a happy we new said year Merry to- Christmas, I think. <laughs> uh, because it was on Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, well, wish wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah. You threw me off. Uh, and happy 2022. Oh, no. Jordan. Mm-hmm. It's 2022! Oh!